It's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show, where we do our best to connect the dots between who we are as physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual beings. And I have a returning guest with me today, Deb Goldberg. Uh, But before we get started with that part of the show, um, I am reminding everyone there's over 300 shows on the website now. So if you go to www.synergyconnectionradio.com, you'll find a list of all of the shows archived there under show notes. And then the regular podcast uh, links, I think there's maybe like 125 or 130 shows or so there now. And um, so there's uh, a treasure trove for anybody that wants to listen to a lot of amazing people that I've had over the last five years on these shows. Um, When you go to the website, you're also going to see a link to uh, Boomers Forever Young. And I have used their products for, I think, over five years now. And um, I believe that's what has kept me healthy. Although I will share with everyone, I finally came down with COVID. I could not even believe it uh, myself because my immune function is at 100, which is unheard of. And my um, C-reactive protein, which is your inflammation level, is at a 0.1, which means that there's basically nothing inflammatory about my body. However, I was exposed on two separate occasions, very close to one another, to people who were around me, unbeknownst to me, that had just come down with COVID. They didn't know it until one, they left the convention, and two, we were on a dinner cruise. And when it hit, um, it was more like just a flu bug is what it felt like to me. But I lost my sense of smell for two weeks, and um, the fatigue went on for almost a month. And I'm finally, you know, back to me again. My voice sounds normal again. Uh, so if you listen to some shows from a couple of weeks ago, you're going to hear this uh, very gravelly kind of voice coming from me. Um, but what I tell people is that if you don't know those numbers, if you don't know what your inflammation rate is, you can ask your doctor to run a simple CRP test, and they will. Uh, if you don't know what your Uh, immune function is, you need those numbers. Everybody needs them, especially as we're getting ready to go into the fall and winter months. We know that flu's back. We know that there's going to be other variants coming from Omicron. So just do your part to take care of yourself. Um, You need vitamin D. You need things like turmeric. You need things like ashwagandha for stress that everybody has in their life. So go check out their website. Like I said, I've used their products for over five years. And I think that that is what has always kept me pretty healthy um, in spite of the fact that I did come down with COVID. So I, I think coming through it and not getting seriously ill like some people did, you know, made the difference. All right, if you decide um, after going into their website that you are interested in trying anything that they have, they have amazing testimonies and they have videos and blogs and they have their own podcast. Um, but if you were to decide you wanted something in the discount code, if you put L-U-C-Y, you're going to get $5 off. And they allow me to do that for our listenership. So check them out, see what you think. Um, so again, I have Deb returning with me. 
And um, basically she describes herself as an author and spiritual teacher. And she works with her clients to guide them to the divinity that we all have in our life. Um, it resides in our heart. And when you know that that divinity can cycle down and circulate right into your heart center, you can live your life very differently. And our topic today is going to be pretty interesting to a lot of people. In fact, I'm working with a number of clients right now in private counseling that are dealing with this very topic, and that's unconditional love. And it's not easy to do, to love somebody. We don't love ourselves unconditionally. And it's very difficult to love someone else unconditionally, whether it's a child, a parent, uh, a partner, uh, you know, our lover. We, we grow up from the time we're very young having conditions. Our teachers put conditions on us and our parents have put conditions on us and the church puts conditions on us. And so it's fascinating that that's our topic for today. So welcome back to the show, Deb. Well, thank you. I'm so glad to be here with you again, Lucy. Oh, thanks. It's it's fun having, I just feel very blessed personally that I have such amazing individuals that are on the show. And um, I feel like you know, I've been led to them and they've been led to me and it's for a greater, more divine, if you will, purpose. So what do you mean by unconditional love yourself? I know what, how I look at it. And it's basically saying that I accept you as you are. No, no uh, ties, no structure, no nothing. It's just you are you and I love you as you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a great way to look at it. Um, I also look at it's, radical self-acceptance and love and allowing yourself to be whatever you are in every moment with no judgment with no judgment with no judgment and even if judgment does pop up there is this love within yourself that's able to um shift that that mm -hmm. you don't have to stay in the judgment, that you can move higher mm -hmm. in, in the way that you're looking at yourself or somebody else. Right. It's not wanting to change them. Like you said, it's, it's, it's not wanting to change yourself um, in that moment, wherever you are. I believe that shifts happen on their own, mm -hmm. which, um, Really, I shouldn't say on their own. I think you're being divinely guided all the time so that you're you're shifting constantly. But when you do get um, into situations where you feel like you're not where you should be or acting the way that you should be or thinking the way that you should be or speaking the way that you should be, it's having so much grace for yourself that you're perfection in every moment even when you think that you're not one of the things that um i i think you probably you know when you're working with someone help them understand just because you love someone unconditionally does not mean you like everything they do and i think that that's where the confusion comes in mm -hmm. sometimes is how can I love someone unconditionally if there are things that they do 
that either hurt me or upset me or, you know, that are frustrating or, you know, puzzling or something. It just means that you have to say they are who they are and I accept them as they are. And if there's areas that are like what I call trigger areas, then working through those to, to kind of help one another understand, okay, when this happens, it triggers me. And so I'm trying to understand that trigger or when I do something that triggers you, then, you know, understanding that trigger. And it doesn't mean you have to necessarily totally get rid of it because you might not be able to, it might be a, a part of your personality pattern, mm -hmm. but if you understand it better, if you give each other more patience, more tolerance, you know, then you can love more unconditionally. Is that kind of the way you see it? Yeah, I do. I, I, maybe a better word is acceptance and, uh, and allowing. Because mm -hmm. people look at unconditional as, like you said, that everything's okay. Mm -hmm. But we, we don't feel like everything's okay. We, we don't always like what we're seeing or watching something on TV or we want to right away judge it. So I think allowing is, is a good word. It's allowing somebody to be where they are. You know, I'm going to say that um, we've got a situation right now, maybe that is a really good example on a Nash international level, um, which is the queen's death. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, the um, people in Great Britain, like many of them, she's the only person that they've ever known who has ruled their country or part of Canada or, you know, um, part of Northern Ireland or, you know, in Northern Ireland. And so um, that's all they've known. And yet I've talked to a couple of people and, you know, they, they were quick to judge in a way the outpouring of emotion that these people, I, I guess I heard this morning that the people were in line for over four miles to pay their respects, you know, as she's at Westminster Abbey. Mm -hmm. And they don't mind standing in a line that long and just going one by one by one by one. You know, it's going to be an all day affair. Um, and so it's accepting that even though maybe there has been times when the rule, you know, wasn't in the best interest of like people from India. Um, nevertheless, it is part of history. And so it's just accepting that's that non-judgmental that you can accept that that's where a lot of these people are. They loved her. Mm -hmm. And so they don't look at it politically. Mm -hmm. They just look at the person. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. Um, and I think what I try to do is constantly bring back what you're viewing to yourself because I believe on a spiritual level, healing takes place within yourself and then it heals the world. Mm -hmm. Well, that vibrational frequency that you and I've talked about, mm -hmm. I mean, we're like a pebble. So mm -hmm. you throw a pebble in the water and you get concentric circles, right? That keep moving towards the shore. And that's us. We, we have that vibrational frequency. So if we are based in divine love, then everything that we touch becomes mm -hmm. based in that. And we may not even know what we're touching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
I mean, it's one consciousness. It's one creation. Mm-hmm. And, and that's hard to wrap your mind around that, that healing yourself and having self-acceptance and self-love and giving yourself the grace to navigate your journey, however way that you're doing that, um, because we all have this ego or, or other aspects of ourselves that are telling us we're doing mm-hmm. it wrong all the time. Right. That we need to be better. We need to be right. more. Right. Um, instead of understanding that you are consciousness and form trying to navigate a life mm-hmm. that is not easy. Right. Right. Yeah. I do think of, um, and I may have mentioned her before to you, but one of my very early guests, um, her name is uh, Tess, and um, Tess communicates with angels. Mm-hmm. And she's written a couple of different books, you know, that they've communicated to her through her. Mm-hmm. Um, but she said the message that she always got from them is that we're here to learn how to play. Mm-hmm. And so if we are here to learn how to play and yet we get so involved with the, the, I guess, the purpose of our life, for lack of a better, so that we're so focused on it has to have purpose mm-hmm. and I have to work at this and I have to be diligent and I have to be this and this and this. Boy, play is out the back door. It doesn't even exist. Or if it does, it's only a momentary thing that we allow ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so maybe if we have a little more playfulness about life, then that divine love can come through more easily. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think that's a great point. Most of us don't know how to lighten up and have fun mm-hmm. and, and really, really take in um what we've been given here as a playground <laughs> yep. doesn't always look like a, a playground, but it is a playground for us to enjoy and to um, experience. Right. Right. One of the things that, um, one, that God had taught me is that he wanted us to learn about love through a lens of diversity. Mm. How, how would you, yeah, how would you like to define that? I know how I see it, but how would you mm-hmm. like to define yeah, it? Yeah, it's that it's not one thing. It's not, it's it's all things. It is creation and that all of it is love. When, um, and so it's, it's about learning how to expand your love, that you see things through a more of a divine lens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. versus the ego or earthly lens right. and, and the more that you can understand your own diverse self with all these different aspects of yourself of how you're completing your journey here if you can accept all the diversity within your own self right then it makes you it's so much easier to accept the diversity of the world Right. I mean, I, as, as you were talking, I was thinking, you know, the, the gardener, you know, that just has a beautiful garden, you know, so they're expressing themselves with love of the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we learn to take better care of Mother Earth, uh, if we're teaching, obviously, you know, uh, teachers of the world uh, are, are teaching, whether it's through 
specialized schools or public schools or university level, but whatever that is, you know, that is a love that they're giving of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, so every single aspect of what we do in our life, whether it's professionally or in our homes or through the church or in the community or politically, if we can somehow begin to focus more on delivering love instead of uh, how we're different, mm-hmm. but how we're the same. Right, right. And we are all of the same substance. Mm-hmm. We all bleed. We, yeah, we're all of the same substance and we're also the divine substance and and we're all trying to navigate our own self and journey mm-hmm. and it's going to be expressed in so many different ways um and it's easy to get stuck in expressing your pain mm-hmm. um rather than your love when you're feeling all you're feeling is pain right right so um you know sometimes or acting out your own patterns, right? Of of whatever you grew up with, of programming, um, healing that needs to occur. Mm-hmm. And and so, can we cut ourselves a break and give ourselves some grace um, when we are in those moments, and other people are in those moments right. of not being their higher self, so to per se, right. that they're, they're acting out their pain. And, and and it can be physical pain or emotional pain yeah you know, or both yes you know, because i know when i was struggling in the first say two weeks of of covid because i really had symptoms for almost a month mm-hmm. but in those first two weeks i was so tired mm-hmm. that the way i looked at my life even though i'm on top of things pretty good i could see the difference mm-hmm. and so somebody that doesn't have my skills or mm-hmm. your skills good golly you know, uh, if they're not feeling well, and maybe they have a chronic health problem, or they're under perpetual stress, and it never, ever, ever diminishes, mm-hmm. how much harder it is for them, because yeah. they don't have those resources to draw on. Exactly. I had some resources, mm-hmm. but an awful lot of people don't. I agree. I agree. And and when you've gone through moments of your own trauma, like you're even saying, you know, just going through COVID, but mm-hmm. people go through all different types of traumas um, defined by themselves of what, you know, a trauma is, you define what trauma is to yourself. Um, and, and being able to allow yourself to go through whatever you need to go through so that healing can occur. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, uh, and not badger yourself or put yourself down or, you know, I shouldn't be thinking this way. I shouldn't be feeling this way. I shouldn't be acting this way. Why do I keep doing this? La, la, la. You know, like you can just beat yourself up right. um, and which does not create a space for healing. Right, right. I- exactly. Hold on to that thought for just a second. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Are you feeling stressed and anxious about life? Have elevated blood pressure? Experiencing weight gain? Having problems with your immune system? Getting healthy and staying healthy is more important than ever. And it has never been easier when you have fundamental nutrition from Boomer Products. Restore the youth and vitality you are used to in just minutes a day. 
check out our website at www.boomerboost.com to see thousands of reviews from customers just like you who are benefiting from Boomer products. While you're there, check out our podcasts, blogs, and videos, and get caught up on the latest health news and information. Use promo code LUCY at checkout. That's L-U-C-Y to save $5 on your order. Stop existing and start living today with Boomer products. Welcome back to the Synergy Connection Show, where I have as my guest, Deb Goldberg, and we're talking about learning unconditional love for not only others, but for ourselves. You know, and like you said, uh, giving ourselves uh, some grace, giving ourselves a break. Um, so many times the people that I'm working with, they have these belief patterns that have come through their religious upbringing or through uh, their family of origin or, you know, somebody that has been very influential in their lives. And they've adopted those beliefs that this is the way it has to be. And then they spend a lifetime sometimes unraveling all of that. Do you find that to be true too? Oh yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm a living proof of that. I do that within myself. <laughs> um, and then I, of course I see my clients and family and friends do this too. Um, I think we all do it. It's just part of the human condition mm. of, of feeling traumatized because we really don't know who we are. And but you know, I mean, I'm gonna interrupt you a second because I'm gonna come back to if the angels are correct and they're saying that we're here to learn how to play mm -hmm. and to have fun with life. Mm -hmm. How did we get so screwed up? <laughs> I mean, you know, that we're working through learning unconditional love and we're learning how to take time for us and we're learning, you know, but that's why we were here. So somehow along the way we got lost. Oh yeah. I mean, it, it, we, we got lost. And I think part of that is forgetting that you're divine, uh -huh. forgetting, forgetting the oneness of everyone. Uh, I mean, you're born into families and you kind of get whatever hand is dealt to you right. and, you get, and you get all the programming from generations and generations before that. that right. And do you know that through. some of that is actually cellular? Mm -hmm. I just found this out because I didn't, I guess I didn't understand that part, but from one generation to the next, our cells that we're born with that are coming through all these generations also have memory. Mm -hmm. And so if you grew up in a very restricted home and your parents grew up that way and their parents grew up that way, then you have cells that mm -hmm. actually had all of those restrictions embedded in them. Mm -hmm. So no wonder it takes forever, you know, to let it go. Yeah, I mean, it's ingrained in, in us, the programming, the conditioning, and I think it's important that it, it is generational. Mm -hmm. it's, it's historical. Mm -hmm. It's on all levels, um, societal, cultural. Um, one, one of the things that is really important to me in getting out a message is that the only way that I learned unconditional love was from God. Spending time with God, Jesus, John the Baptist, and angels in um, meditation and during my day um, of them talking to me and teaching me and loving me and helping me process my own trauma and pain um, on a, you want to call it an ethereal level, whatever you want to call it, um, is, is the love that is within yourself that you are is so amazing 
and comforting and supportive and you're being taught divine truth, divine laws over earthly laws. And, and this was the only way that I was able, it's almost like you're being taught with, from within, this is what love really is. And then you can eventually adapt, adopt it that, oh, okay, I have been given this love. I feel it. I experience it. Um, and now I am learning how do I take that and apply it to myself and to other people. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and it does have to start at home because you can't just go out and do mm -hmm. if you've never experienced it mm -hmm. because it'll come across as artificial. Mm -hmm. um, but when you've learned it from within, mm -hmm. then you can express it to others and they do feel it. Sure. Sure. And it is a process. I mean, it's been eight years since I woke up and um, and so I've been taught a lot of this um, and gone through healing um, in the beginning, but it, it keeps evolving. It doesn't stop. You, you, you are a process of unfolding. Yeah, I, I look at us like a, almost a character in a book that we're, <laughs> we're, we're unfolding constantly, which is transforming us. Mm -hmm. and, and it's not that you're doing this, like you're not transforming yourself. You are being divinely guided in that transformation. It's being done for you, within you, through you. And, and so much, um, so much of the healing, I think that needs to occur with most people is, is available right inside of them mm. and that they don't know that. Right. No, I, I think they think it's someplace else. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how, how can I heal myself is the question, you know, that, mm -hmm. that the majority of people have. And you're right. I mean, when we get quiet enough to hear what's in our heart, you know, we can begin to unwrap uh, all of those problems that we made ours because um, mm -hmm. you can let them go. I mean, it's a choice. Mm -hmm. And there are times when I am working with someone where they're holding on to those beliefs so tightly mm -hmm. or they're holding on to their pain so tightly because that's who they identify themselves to be. Right. And, you know, you want to just, I don't know, take a soft sponge and beat them up with it, you know, and just say, come on, come on, you can do this, uh -huh. but you have to let go. You have to let go of those beliefs. I remember when I was in graduate school, um, one of my internships was at a uh, children's uh, residential facility. And the man who was uh, basically the director of the facility, at one point, he brought me in his office because he was you know, teaching me a lot of things as a young person that was going to go into this field. And he chased me around the office with one of those um, like swimming pool, you know, um, what do they call them? Uh, the long things that you a can net? wrap around you. I'm sorry. A net or, a, or the cover? No, 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 no. Um, they're, they're like, uh, there's a name for them and I cannot think of the name for them, but uh, they're like little tubular things, but they're soft. Uh -huh. And you can uh, 
use them as a floaty kind of. Yes. They're like a big long tube. If you yes. know what I'm talking uh -huh. about. Yeah. So he chased me around with that and he handed me one and he said, I want you to beat me up with this. And do you know, I couldn't do it. I uh -huh. absolutely, that was so foreign to me is to go attack somebody. Uh -huh. But I realize now that it had a lot to do with, it wasn't going to hurt me, but I had to learn how to let go. Uh -huh. and and actually experience what he was trying to teach me uh -huh. and you know I was making it such an intellectual process and it had nothing to do with that it was mm -hmm. just being in the moment and being right there with him and right. going after him and you know it wasn't until years later that I understood that mm -hmm. so you know we do we hang on to things for dear life at times because if we let go of it then who are we how mm -hmm. do we discover you know, that other part of ourselves. Right, right. Such a good point. Um, not really knowing what your identity is. You're, mm -hmm. you're, you became a set of adaptations based on your programming and experiences. Mm -hmm. And it's not who you are. Mm -hmm. and, so you, and you have all of these different aspects of yourself that feel totally different from each other. So when, when you go inside and, and, I did that through meditation. Um, when you go inside and you actually start having intimate conversation with divine consciousness, which is what I call God, um, it teaches you what you are. It helps you redefine your identity steeped in divine truth versus what you learned about yourself here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And you do really and truly have to kind of come to grips with the old you mm -hmm. and the new you that you're becoming and recognize that the old you can't really come along. You know, you're, you're going to have to say goodbye to parts of that because they're too different mm -hmm. than each other. And as you discover that divine you and the divinity that goes from you within to without, um, if you do become a totally different person, you do, you're actually changing every day. You're transforming every day. You're learning every day. You're expanding every day. Your consciousness is constantly growing. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and sometimes it's moving along a little slower and other times it feels really like rapid growth, but you are constantly unfolding and um maybe if people kind of thought of themselves as a chrysalis mm -hmm. and yes. uh, so we're in this cocoon and yes. we're very slowly evolving inside and then all of a sudden we're going to be this amazing butterfly mm -hmm. and really what's what jesus taught me is like you already are a butterfly you don't see it because right. you are covered in a belief system an illusion about your own identity, about who you are and other people are. And so you really don't, you don't see your own perfection in each moment. Cause I would, I was always like, all right, when am I going to get here? When, mm -hmm. am I gonna, when am I going to be like this? And he would say, what is wrong with you right now? You right. are missing out on so much by thinking that you are not enough right in this moment. Right that you're worthy right now. You you don't change. You're 
divine essence does not change. You just bought into believing that you're something else. Well, and again, going back to the baby doesn't know that. The baby know. doesn't um, know that. But if a baby is born into a home where there's a lot of anger or drugs or alcohol or, you know, conflict, that baby begins to absorb that mm -hmm. negative energy mm -hmm. and it begins to change who he or she believes the world is all about or mm -hmm. their immediate environment becomes very different than <clears throat> the same baby that is born into a home that is full of love and playfulness and all of those things. So, you know, it is fascinating how we evolve from this being of utter perfection mm -hmm. into something that we don't think is very perfect. And then we have to go back and uncover, you know, become the perfection that was there all along. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so can you take knowing, knowing this and applying it to yourself uh -huh. as you move through life and how you um, present yourself, whether to other people or in your own in your own home by yourself, mm -hmm. that whatever you are going through, how, loving yourself through it, and not judging it, mm -hmm. and 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 allowing yourself to be whatever you need to be as you're working through this. It's sort of like the, I like the chrysalis idea because after a while it's moving and trying to get out, right? It's right. And so you like, you're, you know, you can look at that is that that's you, you trying to break out, right. trying to move through whatever it is that you need to move through and heal so that you can get to the next part. Right. Um, yeah. Right. And that's, and that's how growth happens. Mm -hmm. I mean, if everything was perfect, and we never had any obstacles, we wouldn't grow. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it does take some discomfort mm -hmm. that makes us take that next step in the growth process. And for some individuals, it's going to be, you know, maybe the death of their spouse. Mm -hmm. For others, it might be a relocation or a job loss or a health challenge or whatever it might be that, that is going to allow you to stop for just a minute and reevaluate mm -hmm. and decide, okay, what's my next step? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it has to be because we get so entrenched into life and it's uh -huh. stories that we, we no longer are listening to our own self. We're not listening to our intuition, right. which is divine guidance. Right. And so you, you almost sometimes have to be shaken out, <laughs> of, out of like, hello, you need to wake up. You're like too entrenched in your story. Right. Right. Well, listen, our show is coming to an end. So it's always such fun to um, chat with you. And I, I think our belief systems are very, very similar. So share with everybody how they can find you. And of course, I've got all your links on the synopsis. So they'll be able to go directly in there. But go ahead and share with them how they can find you if uh, they want to get in touch. Sure. You can find me at DebbieNGoldberg.com. And... It will have my email address. You can contact me through there. 
All right. That is wonderful. And everyone out there, please go and make this one of your you know, most important messages, I guess, of, of the day is listen to this, share it with other members of your family, your good friends, and help them understand about that divine essence that's inside of every single one of us um, and make this your very best life. Thank you for listening to the Synergy Connection Show, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Boomers Forever Young is really making a name for themselves as an exciting nutritional company with products that really work. People from all over the country are starting to take notice. Their whole person approach to health and wellness, combined with their unique array of powerful natural health products, are setting them apart from all the other companies in the nutrition industry. Their customers love the one-on-one -on -one free consultations and the results they experience. Sound a little too good to be true? Then go online to boomerboost.com today and sign up for a free consultation with a product specialist or just give us a call at 1-800-861-4609. Again, that's boomerboost.com or call 1-800-861-4609 to join the thousands already experiencing the benefits of Boomers Forever Young products.